Welcome to Yento and Nikki's podcast. We're just two Jersey girls that are insanely bored and are ready to talk about anything, everything, and sometimes, honestly, nothing at all. It's I got all the thoughts. All the thoughts. All the thoughts. thoughts. And we are live. We are live. Thinking. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thinking thoughts. Um, I think I. This is really random, but not so, really because I'm experiencing something at the moment. Mm-hmm. I think I like swallowed my dog's hairball or something. Like Ooh. something has happened, okay. and I know I have a slight mm-hmm. allergy to my dog, so. I don't know if I'm just like being, uh, what is that word? Um, hypochondriac, but I feel yeah. different. I think, I don't know. Are you Maybe itchy? I, what I are you feeling? Some hay. I'm not itchy, but I feel like my, I, my breath is, is, is a little, um, Girl. labored. I don't know. Girl. Like, am I you... having a reaction to my dog? Am I going to die in five minutes? You, I don't know. Are you about to d- die on this podcast? Why? How are you going to like present I that? I don't know. Oh my God! Will you? Can you get? Do you have Benadryl? What? What? What is the immediate thing you I can do, take? I do. Okay. As a matter of fact, I should do that. I'll do it why, in a little bit. You, but yes, yeah, I, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna. I can talk to myself while Yentl goes and gets. I don't know life saving treatment real quick. So I, that, I just feel weird, and I'm like, oh, is it? I'm just. Am I just being dramatic, or I am like my throat is closing up? I don't know. I just oh feel my weird, God. and Ooh, I just. Oh, I know. Please, please, I know. I know. Please go. All right, I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna go. be in like a minute. Go, I'm gonna go be a minute. Ahead. Go ahead. I'll okay. be here. Okay. I'll be singing tunes. Save, save my life. I'm gonna. I'm life. gonna talk about you while you're gone. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um. I don't know. I don't know about Yentl. I don't know how she's going to come up on this podcast. Like we were talking for a couple seconds before we even signed on and everything seemed cool. And then all of a sudden we get on live and she's just like, hey, y'all, I'm about to die. Am I being a hypochondriac? Uh, Maybe if the next sentence wasn't, by the way, my breathing is kind of labored. What? What? What do I do with that, ladies and gentlemen? Okay. I'm a good friend. I also want to say that while she's not here. She already knows it. I heard every fucking thing you said. Everything you said. Shout out to earbuds because I heard that whole diatribe. I could not respond as I was getting Domenico from my bathroom, but I heard that entire diatribe. I wasn't sure. So the shade is real. The shade is real. I am taking my Benadryl as we speak. So if I don't die, I'm going to pass out anyway. Uh, I'm like, do I need to turn the camera on so I can keep a lookout? Like, so that I can like, make sure? No, I'll be fine. Okay, okay. okay. I, think well, it's you- in, I think it's really in my fucking head. It was like, oh, I swallowed something I shouldn't have. Oh, I'm like freaking out. And I think it's just, yeah. But you yeah. Can, look, just, hey, be safe. Be, you know. Yes. It's, it's, hey, but I'm glad you heard my diatribe. You, I love you. It was set out of love. It was just wanted to make sure, you know, we got a whole, we just have many episodes to look forward to. You you. know what I'm saying? So, okay, cool. Yes. Cool. Way to start the episode, by the way. Uh, I know. That was like, you know, I was having an working emergency. Emergency oh is almost done. Um, uh-huh. Okay. I almost died. Look at that. That's, awesome. that's a good way to start yep. off today's show. Well, so hello, everybody. Uh-huh. Hi. <laughs> so glad you're here. Uh, so glad Gentle's here. Yes. Um, I'm, I'm still here. <laughs> oh here. I'm, I'm still here. Does anyone know where I'm singing? No, I have I want what? I want my internet people. I under, like I need my black internet people to know what song that was. There is a viral clip probably over 10 years old at this point where 
Tisha Campbell, if you don't know Tisha Campbell, she's Gina from Martin. Uh-huh. Tisha Campbell has a storied career. Another Newark, shit, I could have saved her for a trivia question. No, but she is from Newark, another Jersey Newark girl. Wow. And she's been in like Little Shop of Horrors, right, early yes. Broadway. She, you know, a child star to adult star. Mm-hmm. And she's always been a great singer. She did Broadway for a while. And like every part of her career, she's tried to jumpstart the music side. Yeah. And it just never quite worked out for her. We love her, but the music side, she's a great voice, but mm-hmm. it just never quite transferred into like the popular charts. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I would say maybe over a little over 10 years ago, she tried to reemerge as the singing, the singing lady. Mm-hmm. And it was a song called I'm still here. And I think it was, I think she wrote it actually um, about surviving like divorce and all of that. But there is, like, <laughs> there's a clip. Please look at it, I, ladies and gentlemen, when you have a second uh-huh. on YouTube, because it is, it has been like viral for one of those old school YouTube viral moments. Um, so probably, yeah, probably ten or so years ago, she did this song. I'm so here, but she had like choreography. She had court dancers in the back of her, kind of a mid tempo mm-hmm. song, so you definitely could dance to it. And, mm. but like the dancing was, wasn't great and she's doing the moves. So everyone like kind of laughed at her as she's doing <laughs> these like corny dance moves with the dancers in the back and she's mm. wearing this black outfit and it's very overdramatic. Remember, she's a Broadway girl. Mm. So it was like a little extra. And so, yeah. Anyway, I over explained a meme <laughs> and it's still really fucking funny. And yeah, but that's the song. I'm. I'm still here. I'm gonna here. I'm gonna find it. Do you know what I speaking of viral uh videos, did you see the one of oh god, what was that concert that's that just finished up in Vegas? The like what's it called? Friends and Lovers or something? Yes, Lovers and Friends. Lovers and Friends. Yes. Did you see um this video that was circulating uh around of genuine where he kind of like <laughs> Oh my God, I laughed so hard. Okay, so like Genuine is having like the like a year of like <laughs> shitty viral things. Like <laughs> Genuine has been in the press this past like 365 days for all the wrong reasons. For all the wrong reasons. The first was that silly dance he did. Uh-huh. Then he falls off of the stage trying to kill an a, a ASL interpreter. interpreter. Like, <laughs> then- I am more impressed by ASL interpreters because, like, they know the lyrics to the song mm-hmm. and, like, they're grooving. They're yes. grooving. Yes. <laughs> they are giving all the emotion behind it. They yes. are, like, giving. Yes. 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 And then, yes. so in that video, I laughed so hard. And I don't think it actually is what I thought it was. So, like, it legits the, like, 10-second clip or whatever that was going around. Mm -hmm. It looks like he Mm -hmm. falls off the stage, but then, like, proceeds to continue singing, like, while he's under the stage. So he's just, like, (laughs) in the street. And he's still going full fucking force. And I was like, oh, my God. I laughed so hard. And I was, like, watching it over and over again. And my husband is like, what is wrong with you? But same. Yes, but I think I saw um I saw another video where it it looks as if he's not like it cuts to him like in the um in the audience. So I think what happened yes, is like so he I did think, fall, but I don't think he was yes, under the stage. Yes. He was like walking. He wasn't under the stage. <laughs> yeah, he like fell like. and then walked to the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought he was just like so committed. He was like, I'm gonna stay here. I don't care. He's like, I fell onto the stage. I'm going to make this work until we get that dance break and then I'll reemerge. I just thought he was just so fucking professional. Yeah. Oh, that was so funny. Genuine. I do all the ridiculousness that he has been going through with the memes. I look, I still love him. I still, I still love him. I still still love his music. Yeah. I would have, I would have been screaming. Like if I was there, like, Yeah, I would have lost my fucking mind. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So we love you, Genuine. You You just, you just, you just are kind of a meme attractor at this point. So (laughs) in those dreams, oh man, love, love, Genuine. Oh my god. Okay. All right. Yes, we're we're memed out at the moment. Um, Yes. How was your weekend? How uh, how oh, are you gosh. doing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
you know what? It was a very lame weekend. I got a facial. Excellent. Uh, that's that's all I got for you. That sounds fantastic. Where did you go? Yes, Tell me it the was details. Super low key. Yeah. Um, there's really no details. Okay. Um, I have I've been suffering for some dry skin, which is very unlike me. So I was like, let me go to at least an esthetician to see if she knows what's going on mm-hmm. and she doesn't. Oh. Um, so I still have dry skin, but I have to go to dermatologist. That's okay. the next step. Um, cause she say it could be hormonal mm. and I am not a doctor, so you gotta go. But you know, in the moment it felt great, you know, the extractions yeah. and the mask, the cooling mask and all the <sighs> things they put on you. Yeah. It is fantastic. She even gives you a neck massage. It was fantastic. I took my mom along with her, you know, oh. a pre-mother's day, yeah. a pre-mother's day gift, putting oh. in the, the bank in the gifts, you know? <laughs> um, so she got hers done. Mm. So it was a good time, but that honestly, I, it was a super low key weekend which mm. I appreciate and I got that's all I got for you. Oh, okay. What uh, about you, my darling? I oh man, um it was it was a culinary experience, um but not okay. what you not what y'all think, not not on the bougie. Um Nikki here, uh so the husband was gone for the weekend pretty much. Um he had I forgot what he did on the two days. He had two different things to do on Saturday and Sunday and I decided that I was going to try to make some authentic Jamaican dishes. Yes, um, bitch. <laughs> well, let's see. So, ding-a-ling-a-ling, ding-a-ling. school bell ring. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate you. Um, so, <laughs> so, right. So he was gone. So I was like, okay, let me use this as this opportunity. So uh, no one can judge me because I am a messy chef. I, um, I try, I try, I try not to be, but even when I like, what do they call it? There's like a fancy French word, like mise en place. Yes. Mise en place. Yeah. When I try and get out all my ingredients and put them out so I can have them ready, it still is a fucking disaster. Um, so yeah, that was very much the case this weekend. The, so, okay. How do I want to start this? So. There is a, I did not go to like a full out West Indian, um, supermarket. We used to go back in the day when we were kids, that was like a weekly, mm-hmm. um, event. Whenever we would go visit right. uh family out in Queens, we would stop there, but there was a food bazaar that was closer to us when me and the husband lived in Queens. I happened to have a doctor's appointment in Queens, um, and so ended up going to this food bazaar because they have like, it's like a giant one where they have like an, an aisle dedicated to basically like every ethnic, every culture. Yes. It's amazing. Yes. I, I lived near oh, one in Brooklyn and it yes. was like the United Nations oh, of food. It's it, fantastic. It's fantastic. Like all the weird, yes. like if you ever looked up, like, I don't know, a Thai recipe and it calls for a very specific chili food bazaar will have, have it. it. They will have yep, it. Yep. They will have it in bulk. It's a fantastic place uh, for international food. Oh, it's yeah. It's so great. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to get these things that I can't get normally over here mm-hmm. um, for these dishes. So I got me some scotch bonnet peppers. I oh, I got oxtails. And let Woo! me tell you. Oh, she rich, rich. Oh, oh, she is rich, rich, honey. Oh, hold on. Let me get closer to the microphone. Oh, my God. No, I am not. Um, So much money. So I go in there <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'm going to be conservative. Like, I know it's going to be pricey, but I'll get like the frozen option. Cause usually they'll have it fresh or you can do frozen. And I was like, fuck it. I'll get frozen. I'll thaw those bitches. I don't care. I'll find a way. Right. Right. No, right. Oh my God. Like, I swear. When, I don't think that matters. I, I don't know. Yentl, I, you're prob- you're right. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking. I think I just, I don't know. I do not know what I was thinking. You are absolutely right. It did not matter at all. Um, <laughs> it was stupid expensive. I swear to you, like back in the day when we lived out there, I feel like you could have gotten like a frozen bag for like 20 bucks. Like I just like that's the number that I had in my head. Girl, no, $40 at minimum, yep. $40. And, and you're not feeding many people. No, no, $40. No. For a bag yeah. that would probably like, you know, 
feed me and the husband one meal and maybe have a little bit for leftovers. A little tiny yeah, bit left. Not yeah. but like the real tiny That's part of the That's not a tail. family meal. No, it is yeah, not. Yeah, not a family meal. It is no. not. So the funny thing is, is that I ended up getting the f- fresh oxtails just because then I could decide, like the bags were already like, I think it kind of like forced you to get like two pounds. And I was like, oh, I can't do oh, this. Yeah. I was like, I can't, I can't do all that. So I did the fresh because it allowed me to get like a pound. <laughs> it was like, okay. like hardly anything, basically hardly anything still dropped like $25. So I was like, oh my God, what am I doing? But I was already there. I'm in Queens. So I'm like, I'm committed. Let me do it. Get the stuff, come home, uh, and then proceed to attempt to make this dish. It um it's a lot. It is it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. And did you uh use a pressure cooker? I did use a pressure cooker. I did. Very good. Thank Very you. Good. But my dumbass, um, so I got home that was well, so like, I got that on Friday. So this is Saturday. I'm trying to make it, but I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to start at seven. Oh, it'll be done at like eight, eight thirty. I don't uh, know. Baby. Oh, baby. My baby. So dumb. That's an all day event. So yeah. dumb. All kinds, just dumb, dumb, dumb. Lots of lessons learned. I did not even get to the pressure cooker part until eight thirty. And I was like, okay, Jesus Christ. yeah, just dumb. So, so, but now that I know, I think I can make it go a little faster, but didn't realize, you know, you got to brown it. You got to, you got to mm-hmm. do the browning sauce and the sugar mm-hmm. and got to caramelize. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. everything said and done. I feel like it came out. Okay. Not, not my okay. best work, not my best work, but I am a work in progress. So that was Saturday. And then Sunday, dear God, why did I keep trying um saturday was jamaican patty day and what oh now that's something i never made now tell me oh okay so i think i do not it's it's not difficult what i came to realize i feel like there's a lot of variation out there because i so i I may i'll just cut to the i'll cut to the chase i made them but I felt like my, um, I feel like my meat dried up somehow, like as they were baking. And I don't, I don't know how oh, I fucked no. that up. I don't know. I don't okay. know what I, I, I don't know if it's proportions or I don't know what the fuck I did. So there's that. But flavor wise, I felt like the meat, like it was good. The dough okay. part to me, it was very dense. And I followed this one recipe and you know, I, I make it, I have the first patty that comes out and I'm like, mm, it could be better. I don't know why it's so dense. So then I just started like mm-hmm. doing more research and looking at different recipes and people just did different things. And I'm not sure which leads to a less dense flakier crust. Like okay. the one I used, like all of it calls for, you know, it's <clears throat> flour, a shit ton of butter, like more butter than you would ever think to put in anything. Um, that's how it gets flaky right but but see it was still dense though so like i thought it was good and then i make it i'm like okay it's still like i feel like it, it should have been flakier so i don't know if that's about so okay so one recipe i saw called for instead of butter they used shortening so i don't okay. know if that changes the density um uh shortening and certainly a denser oil so okay okay um and then another so the recipe i use was just butter flour um you know like the turmeric or the curry powder uh and Mm -hmm. cold water every recipe was like you when you mix it you have to use absolutely cold water got it ice water boom but then, right, so some recipes called for shortening instead of butter. And then another one actually said to add baking soda, baking powder, baking soda. I don't know. One of them. Not, I can't remember at the moment. But now I'm wondering if, like, one of those recipes would have given me, like, the the texture that I was more familiar with growing up like to me i or remember making it a little more puffy yeah did it, did it puff it didn't did it, puff it, a bit? it didn't really puff oh okay so so yeah some some either powder or soda one of them the puff. yeah okay so right so it was you know fl- again flavor wise i felt like it was good it was just a denser dough um 
and then my meat dried out. And I don't know how, I truly do not know how the fuck that happened. I probably just cooked it too long somehow. I, I don't know. But your girl tried. She made two um, dishes. I was very proud of myself. Um, very good. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. I will take all the accolades and applause um, from around the world. Everyone listening to this podcast. I thank you so much. So so do, does that mean the next time I visit, oh, I get God. to taste oxtail? <sighs> Um, by Nikki. Yeah, I I gotta work on you that recipe. You want to commit to that? I, okay. I, no, right. no, no, no. I will. I will do it. But oh, ooh, ooh, ooh. Wait, wait, wait. And I also made the rice. And I'm gonna tell you something. My rice was not as good as yours. It was not. Shut the front door. I swear to you, it was not. And I was like, Yentl would be very disappointed in this moment. Because you know what I think oh. happened? I cheated. I cheated. I was like, oh, because it took too fucking long to fucking do the oxtails. I was like, I'm going to use canned beans. I don't give a fuck. I'm just going to put these canned oh. beans. Yeah, I don't. I, I think that changed. Big mistake. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It I changed. learned. Listen, I, were, I was you before. Mm-hmm. It took me a long time to get where uh, I got by the time you came to visit and had mm-hmm. my rice. Because... Okay. I did it the first time with the can and mm-hmm. it looked uh, like shit uh, <laughs> and didn't taste very good either, to be right. honest. And yeah. then I found a recipe that kind of quickened the process with, um, what's that thing I use? Not a rice cooker. It was the- uh, The Instapot? Something. Instapot. Yeah. Instapot. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I did the Instapot version mm-hmm. and with dried beans and that mm-hmm. was a game changer. Yeah. And it was perfect. Yeah. So yeah, it was a, it's been a process. It's been a few years, me kind of perfecting that. So the mm-hmm. first time it was disgusting. I'm not- <laughs> No, I, look, I mean- um, But yes. The flavor was, the flavor was okay, but like it very clearly- it, it wasn't, it wasn't, um, Yentl, Yentl chef status. Like it was, it clearly was a first attempt. Let's put it that way. It's like, it was good, but you're like, this, okay. this is, a, this is someone just trying. They're trying. We'll give them credit for trying, <laughs> but yeah. So no, I, I learned. No, I've I, been there. Been mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it didn't look, dark. you know, it has that color. It's got like. The color that yeah, you have. It's yes. Not the same. And that's why. Yeah. It's important to have dried beans. Yes. It, but it takes a little longer. Yes. But the dried beans also disintegrate the color off the beans. So it looks right. like it's supposed to look. Yes. yes. So yes. I learned that as well. This mm-hmm. is. Listen. I did many recipes and fucked up a lot. <laughs> so I am, I look, it's not hard. It's not easy. It's not. No, it is not. I, I learned, I learned, um, the hard way this weekend. I will also <laughs> say I, while I am proud of myself that I did all that, <laughs> I, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but whatever you you guys are accustomed to it. Yo, my body hurt afterwards, like rolling the the dough, oh, oh my god, the oh. dough! I was like sitting there, like trying to fucking like, cause it was so. I was like, why is it? This? I don't. It's this dense. Like, was trying to like roll it to get it flat. No, oh my god, my hands. Like, they're better today. Yesterday, I was like, I don't, I don't want to type. I can't like my hands. I'm oh like, wow! Yeah, 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 yeah. I just think it was. I didn't stretch. Like, I didn't think I needed to stretch before um, preparing the meal, and I should have. <laughs> I, I didn't think you did. I I wouldn't have done that either. So no, it was um, yeah. Okay. It was that's maybe it just gives you a sense of how dense the goddamn dough was because <laughs> I was like, this okay. is not moving. What is happening? I cannot thin it out. Yeah. So um, so so mm. one thing like if you are in the if you like to cook in general, <laughs> mm-hmm. some people are. I like to cook recipes like just cook versus bake. I, I, I like, I don't like baking because you have to be precise on ingredients and I am not a precise person. Yeah. So like, yeah, if it says a quarter cup of baking flour, you need to put a quarter cup, not a third. It will change the, you know, the, the, uh, the, I guess the, What's the word I'm thinking? I'm not the ingredients, the, but it'll change the, the texture, the consistency, the the all of those things. But just like it profile. has to be, 
yeah. correct. So it has to be mathematically correct. Mm-hmm. And I hate all of that. So yeah. I definitely like things that I can improvise on. So I prefer like the cooking side, mm-hmm. not the baking side, because ba- cooking, you can kind of judge it. You know, yeah. hey, it yeah. says a quarter thing of garlic. I'm going to put four cloves instead right. because I like my shit garlic. I like garlic. Yeah. But if, yep. you, if you mess up, and it depends, like... You know, for example, if you're a chocolate chip cookie, there's so many ways to make a chocolate chip cookie. There's mm-hmm. so many different ways. If you like it a little airy, you're going to add more baking power because it puffs up the cookie. Yeah. If you like it a l- less airy, more cakey. I mean, there's so many different yeah. ways. Chewier. There's right. so many ways, but that also changes the equation mm-hmm. of your ingredients. So yep. I don't like all of that. Like, I just give me a fucking cookie. I don't care how it's made. I'm, I'm, I'm not interested. Right. But some people like that. I feel like people who are more like mathematically inclined. Yeah. Love yes. The, yes. the idea of kind of rearranging the ingredients to get the texture or the taste you mm-hmm. flavor you want. Uh, I mean, it's a different way. It's just more like it just seems more mathematical on that side versus yeah. like cooking. It's like, all right, well, I'm going to do an extra salt because it's not salty enough for me. Right. Um, whatever it is. But I don't have to measure out. It needs to be a quarter cup of salt. Right. No, I just want to taste it until it's good. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. is. It, it is very. Um, I'm with you. It, it's you. You have to follow. Um, that's why low key. I'm like, I feel like I missed something because I'm like, I don't think it was supposed to be that dense. So there, there may have been something in like the recipe that like my eyes just like glossed over because I was getting hungry. It was like, I just need to be done with this and probably yeah. something in there. But there. <laughs> um, speaking of like the science of it, though, there. There is this woman who she is a she is a, a baker um and I, I think we watch her on YouTube but I feel like she she also does things for some like cooking f- or food magazine I, I cannot remember which one but her big thing is like she'll reverse engineer snacks so like someone mm. will be like oh um I really like Cheetos like try and make a Cheeto and she'll like in knowing the science of it, we'll try to figure like, she'll, she'll try this snack and like, Ooh, the texture's this. And I think it's this. And I think the flavor and she'll try to like reverse engineer it. And she comes pretty like damn close. Like she's really, really amazing in that sense. So yeah, the science piece, like if someone gave me a Cheeto and was like, try and make this, I'd be like, okay, <laughs> how much time do we have? How much, how much science can I learn? in this 30 minute window. Okay. But she, she comes really, really close. So you're right. I think bakers just have that, um, talents that, that, uh, skill. They're like scientists. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Not, not your girl over here. Not, not me. Not interested. No. So I'll, I'll work on the recipes for, um, when you come by and hopefully by the time you come by, I will get my patty recipe, uh, down. Um, I'm not fucking with the rice because that is your domain. I have learned. I'll I'll, I'll try and tweak it, but you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to present you with my rice. That's, that is you, you are the queen in that area. I will. I, I'm, I, I don't mind pulling up a pot and, you know, doing the rice in your kitchen. Oh, okay. Sure. Oh, come, come by anytime. Come, look, you let me know. Come by. <laughs> we'll have a cooking sesh. We'll do it. Yeah. But no, my hands. Whoo. 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 Sore. Okay. Um, so that was it. That was my weekend. That legit was my whole <laughs> weekend. That's all I did. Um, what else did we want to get into? Uh, well, I do have a topic in mind. Part well, of my weekend, which I I, I tried to save because mm. I didn't have any else thing else going on. So another yeah. weekend of me staying up really late, and I got hooked on a show. Um, I watched. Uh, what is it? Oh. I forgot that quick. I watched Jewish Matchmaking. It is a show on Netflix. Mm. Um, If you are familiar with the show that came out a couple years ago, which was, I think it was during COVID. Mm -hmm. I think Um, it was Indian Matchmaking or right after. I don't know. Somewhere in there. The years kind of are fucking blurring together at this point. Yeah. Um, There was a show called Indian Matchmaking where uh, you, they basically showed a matchmaker uh, going around to different Indian um, people, men and women. And she was a matchmaker trying to find them matches in the Indian community. Um, so 
in Indian culture that is like not abnormal. It's kind of normal if you, you know, if you're not getting arranged, just a person essentially arranges, mm-hmm. you know, you meeting people, the, the modern version, it's not like an arranged marriage, but she is basically putting people in front of you to say, Hey, these are good options for you. You need to go on a date, report back. Let me know what happened. Mm-hmm. Obviously there's costs associated with it. Anyway. So there was Indian matchmaker. Then they have a spinoff that just was released. Jewish matchmaking, mm-hmm. same culture, same concept in the Jewish community. Um, if you are having a hard time and this is like, and this is not even if you're having a hard time dating, you know, there are shirts and there are people out there who will literally like find a person for you, um, mm-hmm. another paid service in the Jewish community. Um, so um, these, 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 I think other cultures do too. I think Greek does it. I follow mm-hmm. a matchmaker on Instagram, matchmaker Maria. She is um, from Greek origin. She said her grandma did matchmaking. Oh. So some culture, yeah, many cultures yeah. have like, this as a profession, as a professional matchmaker, you get paid to do it and you go around your community and set people up. So it's mm-hmm. not abnormal. It's very normal in these uh, uh, smaller communities. And it's just a fascinating watch. I got hooked on the Indian matchmaking. Now I'm hooked on the Jewish matchmaking. And I think okay, it's a great it's a great tool. I think these people, you know, and this is not something that started in the last 50 years. This is, you know, these cultures have been doing it for hundreds of years, but I think in this culture and into 2023, it's still pretty, it's good. We're Mm -hmm. so in dating and maybe this is because it's near dear to my heart. I'm, I'm still trying to date and trying Mm -hmm. to meet and match. So like, you know, we are now in 2023, most people meet through dating services, dating apps, to be clear, dating apps. Mm -hmm. And the review of dating apps in general, it's very impersonal. It's like, I just look at a a face, couple swipes through some pictures. Um, Most people write dumb stuff in their profile, so, or nothing. So I never know like anything about them, anything intriguing. There's nobody to vouch for them because they're just stranger dangers. Right. Um, you know, you may or may not, you may match with them. You may cut, talk like a couple paragraphs or a little lines back and forth. Most of those never end up actually meeting the person in person. And then the ones that you do end up meeting, you probably don't like them. So, or vice, you know, what's, there's, it's not a match. Right. So it's kind right. of like this weird filter process that by the time you get to an actual date, it doesn't exist. Like, or you're just kind of like, yeah, this was a waste of my time. So the fact that you are meeting with a matchmaker in, in these cultures where you're meeting with the matchmaker, you're telling them what you prefer. They're learning about you. They are ingesting you mm-hmm. and they have ingested others to potentially match what you said you were looking for. I mean, you know, obviously right. there's no guarantee on any type of dating, but it feels a little more personal than just a, a picture, a profile picture on a website. Right. Um, and, and there's someone that can vouch for you. They're saying, hey, like I met this guy. If she was talking to me, she could say, there's a guy I think you might be a good match. I spoke to him on the phone. You know, he's looking for this. He's looking for that. He matches because you said you like someone tall. It's that's a dumb, dumb one. But I'm just saying <laughs> right, in general, right, sure. yeah. there is a you know, he's 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 outdoorsy. If that's what you're looking for. He doesn't have children. If that's what you're looking for. He wants to have a family. If that's what you're looking for. There's more commonalities. Right. And when you meet, it's it's just more personal. Now, however, mm-hmm. that personal comes with a large price. Yeah, a very large price. Matchmaking yeah. is not. Cheap. You gotta have some money. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So it's not like yeah, the it? dating apps are the- personal, but they're tip. No, she didn't talk about fees, but oh, um, I okay. I do follow a matchmaker, the lady I was mm. saying, matchmaker Maria, and I you know gone to her website and she's not cheap. So <sighs> matchmakers are, are an expensive service, as it should be. I mean, you're essentially having a concierge find mm-hmm. you a date, love, marriage, potential, whatever it is. So I understand their fees. So it's yeah. not, I'm not knocking their fees, but it's an investment. And to me, if a person is deciding to invest in that type of service, that tells me you're invested in finding someone, not swiping right. on a picture. Maybe he'll, she'll have sex with me if I get lucky, if I right. say the right things. Right, right. So, I mean, I mean, I am not opposed to a matchmaker. I just have to 
decide if that's something I want to do. I want to invest in my love. You know, I invest in you Mm -hmm. invest in cars, you invest in homes, you invest in your education. They all come with a cost. Right. So is is that something I want to invest in? And and that's a question. That's really a question mark. That's where I left the show. Mm, Okay. Yeah. I I mean, I, I get it. Like, you know, it, it like basically what you were saying, the whole concierge, like you have somebody who is sort of, um, curating a, a selection for you, you know, yeah, nothing is guaranteed, but, but hopefully you're who you are meeting with are closer at minimum to like what you're looking for. Um, Correct. I would do it. I mean, if, you know, obviously if I wasn't married and had money, um, yeah, I mean, I think for, just on principle, it, it sounds like a great idea, especially in this day and age with the apps, mm-hmm. because that you're right. It's so hard. Like people just not like people aren't even really trying in their, you know, profiles, you know, for whatever reason. I mean, yeah, they're just, I don't know. I don't know if there's like something with them where it's like fear of rejection. And so they're like, I'm not going to invest enough time into the profile. So I'm just going to put whatever. And if I get anything, I get something. If I don't, I don't. But if you're, it always felt like if you were serious, meaning like, you genuinely wanted to like date, like not that it had to necessarily turn into marriage, but it wasn't like a casual uh, one night stand kind of setup. It it felt really difficult to meet people on the apps who were like a little bit more serious. Like it very much like back in the day when I was doing it, it did feel very hookup you know, oriented. Mm-hmm. It was just like, Hey, what are you doing? You free now? Oh no. Okay. Yeah. Are well, you, are you yeah. free right now? Yeah. <laughs> like how do you, and especially like as we get older too, like how do you meet people? Like the only, I was talking to a friend of mine the other day about it where it's like, basically the majority of my time is like either at work or like with, well, you know, now my husband, but like, that that's it. Like outside of us hanging out, like all the other time is just like me at work for the most part. So it's like to, you really have to like, I don't know. Like, I just don't know where nowadays, like, especially being older, like where you would go to meet people and to meet people that are genuinely interested in getting to know you. Like, again, still aren't, you know, all about the hookups. Like, I, I wouldn't want to go to a bar. I wouldn't want to go, I don't know, like, where are the bookstores? Where are, like, the, <laughs> the coffee shops I could just sit at and, like, if you wanted to meet people, just sit at and be like, hey, I want to uh, talk to somebody. I want to meet somebody. Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So all, all that is to say, I I, I think I'm, I- yeah. No, no, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm just, I, I, th- I think you're right because it's been, as much as we are connected via social media, the apps, like I can text people, like the connection we have compared to maybe 25 years ago, we mm. are so interconnected. And yeah. yet that has not fostered a emotional connection with people. Like, mm-hmm. how can we have so many people at reach on apps and websites and, you know, our the range is so broad now. And maybe that is the problem, that our range of people you can meet is so large, larger than it mm. was, you know, when our parents were kids. Um, yeah. That it it has created this overwhelming, you have so many options. And yeah. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I think that's where we are with dating in general is that, Hey, I have this thing in my hand. There's so many options and I'm not saying mm-hmm. you shouldn't have options. I'm saying, I think we have too many options. Um, yeah. and like you could, you could go on travel mode. I'm, I'm quoting Bumble here and matching mm-hmm. people in San Francisco. If you know, you're going to San Francisco in a week and, you know, and, and I think that's cool in one way, but I think it also creates an ADD world of, yeah. okay, well, 
she's really great or he's really great. But that was, what about, I'm going to like Denver next week though. Maybe I'll meet someone there. So I don't want to like put too much energy into this. So I, yeah. I it, it's like this, like gift and a curse. Like, of course you want more options and expand your horizon, expand your network of people to meet more people. But then it's like, okay, but like, he's nice, but I don't want to pour too much into him because maybe I'll meet someone in like another time or, you know, there's yeah. this other guy or this other girl. I, you know, we're now have so many options in the, and, and again, like it's a gift and a curse. I think, okay. So that's so interesting because there was, um, a book that I wanted to read and I forgot the context of like, oh, you know what it was? I think it was because, um, I had read the book uh, and I'm drawing a blank on the, on the name, but it was about like career development. It was like, oh, trying to find, you know, what interests you, um, career wise. And I think in reading that book, I came, a book that kept getting referenced or mentioned was, I think it was called Paradox of Choice. And okay. I didn't, I didn't read it. It's something that I, I do want to check out, but my understanding was like the, the overly simplified kind of summary of it was this idea that um, we as individuals, like, because we have too many choices, it leads us to sort of like second guessing decisions that we've made like we'll we'll look back like so like hypothetically because i'm trying to think of an example like because now if you like go to college you can there's like 500 majors you could select when you mm-hmm. choose one and then down the road it doesn't work out you then it then causes you to like second guess like oh i must have chosen the wrong one like i you know i didn't make mm-hmm. the right choice but it's like, but mm-hmm. if you had two choices and it was the, and you picked one and it was the wrong one or whatever, you would be, you would feel more comfortable in that decision because you're like, oh, I only had two. Okay. It is what it is. Fine. And so I wonder if like a similar thing is happening, like what you're describing um, in the dating world, because it's like, right, it creates an ADD world, but also people aren't it makes you wonder if like the reason why people aren't invested in like meeting and actually making significant, um, I don't know, deeper connections is because like, right now you have access to just hundreds of people. So it's just kind of like, well, why, like, why would I, like, why would I want to get to know somebody? Like, I don't know. I can, I have 500 people, 500 other people that I could meet and maybe they're the right ones. And it doesn't like foster actual connection. I absolutely so, think that is the yeah. exact reason. That yeah. is, oh, you're 100%. Yeah, yeah. Fully, fully, fully streamed into that. Yeah. Also, one thing I noticed about all of these matchmakers from the Jewish matchmaker, the Indian matchmaker, and the matchmaker I know from social media, it seems like, and I'm not saying there's right or wrong in this, there's like no judgment. It seems like, the cultures in general are still invested in the idea of partnership and not Mm. just partnership marriage. So people on these shows are going, or at least going into it, trying to look for a spouse. I don't Mm. know if our culture in general Mm -hmm. is still there. It seems very particular to uh, certain cultures. I don't, I can't speak for everybody, but mm-hmm. um, I would say society as a whole, especially in America, that's not necessarily the intent all the time. Um, mm. But it definitely seemed like in the communities that these people primarily service. And and again, let's, 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 let's go back to earlier mm. where I'm saying, Hey, people are paying a lot of money. So, you right. know, I don't need to pay a matchmaker to fuck. I, you don't need to do that. <laughs> you don't need to pay, pay a matchmaker ten, you know, ten thousand dollars to find fuck right. buddies, uh, right? So right. I get that. So yeah, people are definitely investing money to find long term partnerships and or marriage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's it was kind of refreshing to see a group of people that are okay. Like, hey, this is why I'm here. It may not be immediate. Like, no one's saying I'm going to wife tomorrow or a husband. They're right. just saying I am paying money for a long-term outcome. Um, And it was nice. It was nice. She had, you know, in this particular show, I watched this week in Jewish matchmaking. Now, mind you, everyone was Jewish in some way. So some Mm -hmm. were like 
strict Orthodox reformed or reformed. Like there were mm. so many types of Judaism represented and levels mm. of religion. So we had like Hasidic Jew living in Williamsburg represented, uh, super, super liberal, uh, half Jewish woman. She was half mm. black, half Jewish living in uh, oh. like St. Louis or some random middle America state. Mm. So like there were so many different types of Judaism represented. And I thought that was really cool that they, you know, kind of took it from a broad perspective and not just like a traditional, like Jewish woman um, or man um, in the like like, super Orthodox way. Mm -hmm. Um, So we, I had different types of religion. I mean, and also it was America and they went to Israel. Like there were some scenes in Israel matchmaking people in, you know, Tel Aviv. Oh, wow. Yeah. So we got like a full range of what Judaism across the world looks like and how to matchmake according to people's levels of, you know, religion. Right. So it was really cool to watch. Um, you know, I, I've been to Tel Aviv and maybe one want to go back. I love Tel Aviv. What a mm. cool city. Um, the food is amazing. Uh, the beach is amazing. So, I mean, it just was a really cool scene. Um, yeah, it, I was, I'm going to say inspired because I cannot afford, well, I always say, I was going to say, I cannot afford a matchmaker, but if I really wanted to afford a matchmaker, I could. I just have right. to make the decision if, if that is something right. I want to invest my money into. And I am mm. not there yet. So, and maybe, you know, <laughs> in a few years I'll change my mind. But to, as of today, I'm not spending that type of money on finding love. Right, right. Now, with the, with the show, did did you get the sense, like in any of the episodes you saw, were there any um, situations where like the matchmaker was like, oh no, like what you're looking, like you're being unreasonable in terms of what you're looking for? Like, did she that- never said that. If oh, she okay. did, yeah. if she did, it was not shown in the, the final edit. Um, okay. No, she was actually, sometimes I'd say a little too nice in the sense mm. that there were some red flags on the show. There were a couple of men I'm like, they are very vain. They're only looking for uh, for a certain look. Right. Um, and yeah, like, it, mm. you know, I, I also noticed the difference between men and women, which this is very obvious for most people, but men are really focused on tra- attraction if they're attracted to them. Mm. Women have other 5,000 other requirements, but men mm. very much into how the person looks. Um, so a lot of the younger guys on the show was like, you know, and, and this is an other interesting thing, which I'll touch on, but I want to go further because I don't know the ins and outs of Judaism. So there's like no judgment here either, but it Mm. was weird. They kept saying a lot of the men kept saying, I like a more European looking woman. So Judaism, Mm. if you're Jewish, Mm. that could, you know, there's two types, the Sephardic Mm -hmm. and uh, Ashkenazi and Ashkenazi is really from Eastern Europe. And when you're Sephardic, you're from Middle East origins, mm. you know, that middle, uh, middle world where you're a little darker, you darker mm-hmm. hair, darker skin, mm. uh, darker features. So it seemed like it was like, I want to look more European. And I'm like, that's interesting. I didn't know there was like some weird, ra- I won't say racist, but it kind of is where, it you feels, know, the yeah. European look, it feels little like you don't yeah. want them brown, you want them blonde and blue eyed. Right. And it felt a little, un- I was uncomfortable just watching that. Just kind of like people kept saying, oh, more European looking. So you mm. want them white versus looking a little darker or browner mm. or dark hair or darker right. olive skin. So I, you know, it's interesting. And, you know, I'm just a viewer of culture, you know, this mm. is not my culture. So there's like no judgment, but it, to me, it just sounds like even in subcultures like this, uh, in Indian matchmaking, it's the same, like. People, the lighter you are, the preference goes yeah. to how light your skin is. I mean, that happens in India to this day. Right. Um, you know, a lot of the bleaching creams are prevalent in India. So it's just interesting that even in like smaller cultures, mm-hmm. that is that 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 prevails to this right. day. Right, right, right. Yeah, no, that's that's interesting. Um yeah, I I mean the fact that right, it like it was said enough that it stood out. Like, I think if mm-hmm, it was, you know, mm-hmm. if one and it person wasn't just one guy. Yeah. No. Yeah. Did you notice, was it, did you notice that more with the men versus the women? Like when that got brought up, it was, it was described as like 
what they would look like, like European look, and that was coming from men who were saying the, that? It was mostly the men saying that. Yeah, okay, I don't think okay. I'm, I, I think one girl, and I think she lives in Florida, said she mm-hmm. liked, no, I don't know if she's, I don't want to quote her on that. I think mm-hmm. there was one girl who said she preferred men look more European looking. Okay. And then the, definitely the men said that. For right, sure. right. Hmm. Okay. No, it's interesting. I I want to check it out. Um, it makes me think of um, oh, there was a show. Was it on Bravo? Million Dollar Matchmaker. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Man. Patty. Yes. Patty Stanger. Patty something. Something. Yeah. Patty something. But I just. Yeah. Ugh. But as you were talking about the show, I thought of her and her show, and I just remember. You know, every now and then she there was She wasn't nice all the time. No, she was not. That's why I was asking. <laughs> she, was just... she was not nice. Yeah. <laughs> I remember some episodes were like, men, men and women, like there would be women who would say certain things and she would be like, you're, that's a ridiculous, like, that's not fair. Like, I think you need, and I, and I, when she would point that out when she would sort of call certain people out and say, you know, I think you're being unreasonable. I, I did always end up, I feel like I would agree with her because it would usually be situations where Mm -hmm. someone, what they were looking for was being presented as like, Oh, but that that's who I see as my equal. So it would be like Mm -hmm. some guy who's like, Oh, I want to, a woman who's like a 10 and then she would be like well where where do you see yourself and he'd be like i think i'm a 10 and she's like uh or no he'd be like oh i'm, I'm a, no no it was a flip so he she would be like i want a woman who's a 10 and she'd be like well what do you how do you see yourself and he's like oh i think i'm a, a six or seven and she'd be like okay and she's like but i just but you see how like there's a disconnect right like why are you and there's nothing wrong with it, but I think it was kind of like, this is what I deserve. Maybe it was that. It was like men saying it in this, like, I think that's what I deserve because mm-hmm. I make this kind of money or I have this stature mm. or whatever. And she was just trying to say like, hey, you know, if you're, you can go for a 10, but like a 10 may not want to fuck with you. Like in a patty <laughs> way, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, hey, yeah. like just, you got to be reasonable. Like. I'm sure you're, you know, you have other things going for you, but like, dude, like if you're saying you're a six and you're trying to get a 10, like, come on now, what's going on? Or like the disparity with money. It would be like a woman who would be like, I want a guy who makes, you know, a million dollars. And she'd be like, what do you do? And she's like, I'm a hairdresser. And she's like, okay, what? Like, sure, we can, we can try and do that. But I think that's going to be a little difficult. (laughs) So I... I appreciated um, her commentary the few times where she would call people out. And I was just curious to see if mm. that occurred. Uh, in, no, in she didn't do that. Show. She was super, super nice. Super nice. Um, sometimes oh. I think too nice. Um, right. Because there were some definite assholes in the show that like mm. you live with your parents and you work with your parents. You work and live with your parents, but you're looking for some crazy, phenomenal woman who right. is blonde with blue eyes and right. uh, you know and it's like you don't have anything like on, on paper there's nothing really much going for you so I don't understand why you have all these crazy requirements but okay yeah yeah and I think that's that is what would surprise me in the the, the million dollar matchmaker whatever that other show was because it, it also felt at times like a lack of self-awareness it was like what mm-hmm. like why do you think I mean, okay, like we, we can, I can go with this list. Yeah, we'll try. But like, you know, and then when she couldn't find somebody or we're like, she thought she find, she found someone for them. And then they go on the date and the person like, you know, if it was a guy she was trying to set up, he goes on the one date with the woman and the woman's like very early on in the date. It's like, oh, I don't like this. Like, and then the guy would come back and be like, you didn't do your job. And Patty's like, no, I told you this is going to be difficult, dude. Like your list is kind of crazy what you're looking for. So yeah, I, matchmaking is definitely a skill. Um, shout outs to anybody who uh, has that as a career, if that is something that you are doing, um, kudos to you. Um 
yeah, I would, if I, if it was back in the day and I had the means, I probably would do it. I probably would. Cause I think it just, it gives you, um, a curated list of options. So I think, I think it's awesome. So, you know, keep, keep me yeah. posted if it's something down yeah. the road. You... Um, you know, this, this may definitely, definitely. I was saying, I was like, it, it's not a decision I'm making today, but it's certainly mm-hmm. not off the table. It's not right. off the table, but right, right. Um, I, I'm just not at that point yet. Um, yeah, I'd rather go on a trip. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> I'd rather invest well, that type of money in a trip. Yeah. And like, that's, you know what though? That, that's where you're gonna, I, I'm going to put in the universe. I feel like maybe that's where you're going to meet somebody because like, right. That's such a big part of who you are and your personality. Like that's how it needs to happen. Like you need to be on a trip. You run into somebody. He's like, Oh yeah, I also love traveling. And you're like, what? And then you just start talking and then you're calling me from Italy and you're like, Oh, I'm, you know, I was going to come up with an Italian name and I drew a blank. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, Oh, me and Sergio. I don't know. Is that Italian? Whatever. That's your it, new. It, yes, it could be. <laughs> it could be. It could be. Right. I'll yeah. get. I'll get a, an email from from you about Sergio, and yeah, that's how it'll it'll come together for you. I'm from your mouth to the to the heavens above's ears. Yes. So, um, yes. Yeah. Putting it out there. Putting it out yeah. there. Oh goodness, goodness. Well, um, is it that time? Is it? I think it is. Okay. Let's let's do it. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you know what time it is. A tinga ling a ling, school bell ring. Why is Yentl more Jamaican than I am? Um, why? Oh, I swear to you, I can't, I can't, you know what? I'm not, I can't do a Jamaican accent. I'm going to work on that. I, it is so sad. You can't, for real? I really can't. I, I, Does your I dad can... have an accent? Okay, so this is the thing. I do not, I swear to you when I say this, I did not think my dad had an accent. But I, I wonder if it was something I just got used to it because I remember, yeah. Um, yeah, kids wanting, like, being excited if, like, our dad answered the phone because they're like, Oh man, your dad has such a cool accent. I was like, he just sounds ah, like a nerdy black sound guy. Like my dad. Like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, like, he, like, he, t- I, he told me I had an accent. I did huh. not. I swear to you. I, I didn't hear it. Like I have, I have a cousin who's been here for years, but like to me, I, I hear her accent, but I don't think mm-hmm. my dad had an accent that was anywhere near hers. Like hers is to me is a lot stronger. Like I feel like my dad was very Americanized by the time we were mm. like, you know, growing up in in Jersey. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I never heard it. And maybe that's why I can't do it. Like I I sound <laughs> terrible. So yeah, we'll we'll discuss that more maybe in another podcast. Um okay, it's my day for trivia. Trivia, trivia, burr, burr, burr. let's do it. Um okay, hold on, hold on. Let me get my notes. Uh let's see. Okay, okay. Um yeah, I saw this little ditty um perusing the news. Uh hopefully mm-hmm. you did not see the same news article. I might have, but go ahead. God damn. All right, yeah. okay, so um uh, name name the company i'm gonna i'm gonna read you uh, a little info the trivia question okay here we go the demolition of this company's old headquarters located in fairlawn new jersey was recently delayed due to growing concerns of its residents Okay. Oh, good. Okay. Okay. So the demolition, mm-hmm. read it one more time. Sure. The demolition of this company's old headquarters located in Fairlawn, New Jersey was delayed due to growing concerns of residents. Could you tell me what the growing concerns were? Maybe I can deduce, deduce what the company is. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think it'll help though, but, um, okay. The and I think I just want to make sure is it it may not have been their headquarters it may have just been like one of their prominent um, 
buildings, like where um, warehouses okay. or factories, factories. That's what I want to say. Okay. Like one of their major factories. Um, yeah, the concerns were about, which was kind of interesting. I, I don't know that I would have even have thought about this if, um, you know, the, if I hadn't read the article, but apparently they wanted to, so this is the demolition had been in talks for a long time, I guess, like maybe even years where they finally agreed on a date, but uh, a number of residents kind of got together and were concerned because they wanted to use explosives. And I Ooh. think their concerns, like not just sound, because that's what I initially thought. It was like, yeah, I don't need that fucking destroying my day and me having PTSD after hearing this stuff. But mm-hmm. evidently, depending on like the types of explosives that would be used, there was concerns about like it getting into the soil and then oh, wow. I guess Didn't getting into that. the water. Yep. It wouldn't even have thought about that okay yeah okay yeah question um sure. is can you give me the industry is it food it, it is food it is food okay um okay that's okay that's okay. all right that's I'm, gonna, okay. I'm gonna i'm gonna just do a rabbit out of a hat is it nabisco okay. god damn it son of a bitch yes is it is yes oh my god <laughs> Hate you so much. Hate you so much. No, no. Good for you. Good for you. Yes. Yes. It is. It is Nabisco. It is. Um, I have fond memories where if you would like drive along, uh, I think it's 208 that goes by the, the that building, but it would like, it would mm-hmm. smell like cookies. Like you'd mm-hmm. get in the area and you'd be like, mm, yum, 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 cookies. I love it. Yeah. So yeah, Nabisco, you are you are very right. God damn, you be knowing your jersey, like you a just little be something. knowing. You do. I thought I was gonna get you because it was like North North Jersey. I was like, maybe mm-hmm. this will be enough that she will not be able to even guess. Nope, was wrong. So um, cool, 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 cool. Glad you got it. Um, yeah, I guess it's your turn next week. <laughs> but yeah no it was it was cool it was interesting reading up on it i really what really piqued my interest was sort of this the demolition because i thought i just thought that they were i don't know like they were just going to come in with like a wrecking ball and they were just going to like knock it down and then it was the discussion about explosives and then i thought oh okay yeah the sound and then i read more and yeah, like environmental concerns. And I was like, oh, yeah. shit, that is, oh, okay. That's something to think Didn't about. Didn't even cross my mind. But Didn't okay. even, <laughs> yep. Cancer in the water? Nope. Didn't mm-hmm. even think that mm-hmm. could be a thing. Yeah, so good on you, Fairlawn residents, for, um, you know, um, doing the research and uh, engaging in conversations with them. And- well, keep me posted on that. I'm curious what they what the decision is going to be. And if they don't uh, demolition it, like, what are they going to do? Yeah, what are they going to do? Yeah. And I'm also like, but the, the follow-up thing, follow-up question is like, why Why wouldn't they just use a wrecking ball? Is there like some, like, I don't know. I thought that was like the go-to way to demolish No, they blow buildings. it up. They blow it up. Oh, no, do they? they, they blow it up. Oh, Yeah, that's okay. why we're talking about dynamite. They literally blow it up. I just, I don't know. In my head, I just, I envision like wrecking balls, like hitting. But why blow it up? It's a, I mean, it's a historical landmark. It mm-hmm. manufactured cookies for probably a couple, maybe a hundred or so years. You Girl. know, you can make it a museum. You can repurpose it, make it a food hall. This, that's what gentrification does, makes everything mm-hmm. food halls. Like there's right. so many ways to use the building as is. It could be a fucking condo if you get really invented. Like there's so many different options. You don't have to demo, demo it. I, yeah, I wonder, I assumed it's going to be like that. They are just going to build on like it, yeah, it will ultimately. Right. Yeah. But I, I don't know if it's, yeah, I don't know why you wouldn't just retain the building. The structure. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, that is in, a good in point. San Antonio, not to bring it out of Jersey, but in San no, Antonio, no. one of the famous landmarks in the city is called the Pearl. The Pearl mm-hmm. was an old uh, uh, beer brewery and they have repurposed that factory into literally a beautiful hotel. So, I mean, there's so many mm-hmm. ways to repurpose like old structures, old structures that's been there for, you know, at least a hundred years to make it good. So I don't, I mean, that's kind of like a lazy way out. I mean, there's so many ways to right. not blow up things to recreate something. So 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's like based on because I the other thing, you know, I'll do more research. I now that you say that, I am very, very and oh wait, wait, wait. Um, I just pulled up an article and apparently there was some talk about like asbestos. Oh, which like but yeah, but, that means yeah. Yeah, okay. They got to do a lot of extensive. Okay, I yeah, get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So okay, I, it just it's just costly. You can get rid of asbestos, but it's it's costly. Right, right. But then it's yeah. like, and then if there is asbestos in there, like okay, yeah, then yeah. Why are you blowing it up? Because ain't that shit just gonna? Oh go yeah, in the, the fuck. Yeah, so that, I don't know. I'm gonna do some more research because I'm like, this is now. I'm like really intrigued. Like, what is going on? What were they trying to do? Okay, I'll, I'll keep you guys posted on that. Um, well, that's it for me. Uh, trivia. You you are up next week. I look forward to. Um, Whatever you hit me with, I know it's going to be mm-hmm. a doozy. It always is. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe. We'll see. I know it will. I know it will be. Um, you want to do your, uh, the, the gentle uh, recap before we yes. Uh, head yes. out? Yes. Um, Jamaican food at Nikki's house, TBD. <laughs> TBD, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, matchmaking, I don't know, like. If y'all want to like hook me, help me out, like send me the money. I take cash at them. <laughs> you know, look, help me help help the, the show to give mm-hmm. you content. So mm-hmm. look, um, again, the offer is still there. If you want to help me help myself, you know, send me a little <laughs> something to the mm-hmm. matchmaker fund. Mm-hmm. And uh, finally, uh, get an Oreo cookie before they blow up the goddamn building. So <laughs> that's all I got. <laughs> so, you know get you some oreos in 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 yeah. memory in memory of nabisco yes. yep um, r.i.p yeah that's <laughs> oh my gosh okay well um that's it guys um <laughs> thank you thank you for tuning in uh we'll see you next week until then keep it jersey and uh mm-hmm. bye bye Thank you.